Hello and welcome to the Five Song Mixtape. We discuss a new mix each and every week. My name is Michael. I'm Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> and I'm RJ. <laughs> that really should have been RJ's name. He is a I robot. Know. <laughs> I know. Cowboy Beep Boop. I feel like out of the three of us, RJ might be able to pull off a cowboy hat. <laughs> I I want to be offended by that, but it, I think you're right. Like kind of a straw one, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not like a nice, like full on one, but kind of like a straw one. He seems like a, somebody I would see sleeping in a like on a barn in a field, you know, just <laughs> straw hanging out of my mouth. Yeah, and you yeah. just ask him for directions, and he just kind of glares up at you. <laughs> like, look back down. And he falls back asleep. What does he do on the farm? <laughs> Not much. Yes. Sleep. Not much. I find comfy places, and I'm like, I, mean, I can sleep. There. I think he clocks in, finds a nice place to sleep, and then clocks out. <laughs> No, Stay yeah. clocked in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like RJ, you might be able to pull it off. You might be able to pull off that like Hispanic bedazzled jean look too. Oh yeah. yeah. If you get those pointy boots, <laughs> if you get the breaking bad brothers boots. <laughs> oh. She got into horse dancing too. Yeah. Did you guys ever feel like uh not like tempted, but like living where we live, did you ever feel like I'm tempted to be Mexican? <laughs> no. Every day of my life. <laughs> tempted to be like, I'm a country boy. I can mm. do this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not full on boots. Like, I'll never wear cowboy boots. There's no reason. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't like horses. Oh yeah. Like, I hate fucking horses. Yeah. They're I like fucking giant horses. Sc- <laughs> <laughs> don't like them though. They're giant scary animals. I don't understand. Yeah. Like yeah. When I was a kid, when I was like four or five, uh, my parents put me on a horse, and then something happened, and it, I fell off on the barbed wire fence. Oh. So I've just never liked horses. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like we have dirt bikes now. We don't need you anymore, horses. <laughs> Go back to the plains. We have cars. Yeah. yeah. We have Mustangs. Mustangs. <laughs> Better ones. You know how many horses are in those things? Way more than one. They're one more, horsepower in a car. It's they're a good, more gas efficient, though. Are they though? Yeah. You know where are you gonna buy hay? Yeah. <laughs> you got alfalfa in they, your pockets. Uh, they can eat grass too. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's like how many different turns in your life would it have taken for you to have been a cowboy living in Eldorado County? Mm. If well, because you, if you I guys kept... both know some rednecks. Yeah, mm-hmm. some Elder Art of County rednecks, which yeah. is a specific kind. Which I would say, cowboy and redneck, there's a yeah. very big difference. <laughs> and I in don't, ones. I, yeah, and I don't think I would go cowboy, but I could easily go redneck. <laughs> I'd say if I took pills for six more months, I would have been there. I was already wearing like flannel zip up sweatshirts. And I feel like I'm a frequent flyer miles at Walmart, so I'm, I'm right there. Yeah, that's true. And yeah. dollar store and muscle shirts. Yeah, I'm there. Basically. RJ will not. He has like a dress code for Walmart. Like he will not wear a shirt with sleeves. Mm-hmm. Like he's opposed to it. That's the only thing that you dress up or down for. Yeah, literally walking in, then I'll rip the sleeves if I have some just to go in. He puts on his like. Like redneck Spider Man costume, which is basically a <laughs> red sleeveless shirt with bright blue like sweatpants. It's gross. Yeah, for those who don't know, the county that we all grew up in, it was so poppin' that they made a TV show about the county. 
about the sheriffs in that county. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was just Bad on boss. <laughs> local. It wasn't even really local TV. It was like, I don't know if it was national TV, but like people I, knew about the show. Yeah, I don't know what it was on. Yeah, it just and it, busting it wasn't, down meth dens. <laughs> yeah. It was like local cops, but it was... It wasn't on like public access. It was a real cop show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we are here to get down and dirty. Yeehaw. Yeah, we're here to get. We're all cowboys now. Mm-hmm. Rough uh, and rough and ready. R- rough and tumble. <laughs> Wrangler. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I just I love a good nudie suit. You know. Mm. You know RJ. You know a good nudie suit. Yeah, that's just, just being nude. Nope. <laughs> nope. Like a birthday suit. Nope. No. <laughs> Nudie suits, if I was a cowboy, I would wear one of those nudie suits everywhere. Uh, you mean like the, the assless chaps? No. Uh, oh. Uh, nudie, I, if, if I remember right, that's the designer's name that became popular like the late oh. 60s into the 70s. And those are those like uh, cow... Embroidered those, cactus? Yeah, those... Yes, exactly. <sighs> those suits that country western musicians would wear mm-hmm. that like people still take on the tradition today. Yeah. Um, that are just like these cool ass fucking Western suits. They're just like so cool. And they're like normally like in pretty bright colors or like white with gold on them and shit. They're mm-hmm. cool looking. Yeah. yeah. The buttons, pearl buttons. Oh, yeah. 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 You know, that's something we could all pull off right now. Ooh. You, if you just shave the mustache back. Oh, yeah. Just the stash, you can do that easily. Yeah. Maybe I'll be a cowboy eventually. Oh, a Puerto Rican cowboy? <laughs> yeah. El vaquero. <laughs> They're more into pigs down there, but it's fine. Okay. <laughs> El puerco. <laughs> Puerquero? Is that, is that a pig boy? <laughs> that doesn't sound right. I'm a Puerto Rican pig boy. <laughs> That's my country name. Yeah. Puerto Rican pig boy to the yeah. stage. <laughs> oh. It's just... You'd sing everything through a bullhorn. <laughs> like, this is just Pitbull with an acoustic guitar. Uh, I guarantee that exists. Reggaeton country music. Oh, it's got to be. It's got to be out there. <laughs> it's got to be some subsect of mariachi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so this is my mix. This is uh, a man who I've fallen deeply, deeply in love with. Mm. Um, and he seems to be capturing the hearts and minds of America right now. Uh, yeah. For people who's listening to this, uh, I didn't time this for any specific reason, <laughs> um, but he just happened to go on to Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. Um, he just happened to play Coachella, um, and he just happens to be the number one emerging artist on the Billboard charts. Yeah, so. all like within this last week. Yep. <laughs> and also seven days ago exactly, I'm pretty sure, played at Ace of Spades in Sacramento, oh. which was his first show promoting that album. Oh. Started the tour in Sacramento. Oh. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on here? It's so weird. Yeah, he's just he just hmm. has it. Yeah. Like, sometimes RJ, you can't you can't tell me what it is. No. It's just what there, is brother. It? <laughs> Faith No More has been asking that question for years. He's got what a nude suit. <laughs> He's walking around nope. naked. It's not a nude suit, RJ. <laughs> I know a nude suit when I see a nude suit. <laughs> is that why you're always naked on your birthday? <laughs> and every other day of the year. It's not, that's not why they call it a birthday suit. Oh. <laughs> Extra naked on the birthday. Oh, I know it's gross. 
Um, but yeah, so this mix that I made is called a fringed country stallion. Maybe one of my favorite titles I've made personally because yeah. it is, it's it's there. It's all there yep. in the name. It is. <laughs> it is. And we're gonna be talking about Mr. Orville Peck. Mm. Um, now, for me, Orville Peck came into my life a couple of months ago, and it was because uh, Bronco hadn't came out yet, which we'll get into that album. Um, but Pony and Show Pony had came out, um, and Noah Cyrus had posted about him. And this was probably in December. Uh, for whatever reason, Noah Cyrus decided to like post about him on her Instagram. I have no idea why. Yeah. All I did was saw this fringy man in a cool cowboy costume. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I was like, what is this motherfucker doing up there? What is this Lone Ranger is. looking motherfucker yeah. out there? Wait, Tonto. <laughs> and I remember at the time, I was just like, oh, that's weird. Like, what is he doing with this gimmick? And then I listened to a, sh- a song on show on Pony. And I was like, oh, okay. He's like a country dude, whatever. It's fine. Like, And then I just moved on. Mm-hmm. And then probably maybe about three weeks ago. No, no, might have been longer than three weeks ago. Probably like a month ago or something. For whatever reason, I was thinking about making a mix. And uh, I was thinking about making like a country mix. And I was just like, I don't like, I don't know if I like anyone. I was like, oh, yeah, there's that one Orville Peck dude. I don't even know why I like, was thinking about a country mix. Just weird things that pop into your head while you're yeah. making this podcast. Yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> Uh, and I remember listening to Pony. I was like, God, this out. Why didn't I listen to this album? And I was like, Oh, he's got an EP. And then at the time, he had the Bronco chapters that he was coming out with before the album came out with. And I just kept on listening. And I was just like, just, just mesmerized by this guy. Um, just his songwriting capability. And he's like, when I first talked to my partner about him, I said, He's just a trickster. He's just a big tricky man out there just doing something. And I, if you pay attention, the trick is there. Um, And I really enjoyed it. And then basically since the new album Bronco has came out, I can confidently say I've listened to that album at least once a day since it came out. Beginning to end. Um, I can listen to it at all times. I listen to it multiple times a day sometimes. I just, I, I don't know. We'll get into where you guys enjoy this guy. For whatever reason, he's just, Devin's talked about this before, with emotional part beats and songs. Um, for whatever reason, I just, like, love his songwriting. Um, I don't know what it is. I don't, I'm not a country music fan. Um, and I just love Oracle Peck. I don't, hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I might have some answers for you that might some ideas. Okay. Um, I mean, we'll get to them later on because it's in like specific songs. You're gonna explain to me why I exactly I'm a gay man. I'm gonna explain to you <laughs> over the course of five songs <laughs> why you are a homosexual man. Yeah, in the best yeah. possible way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a butt fucker, man. Yeah. <laughs> through, butt fucker through and through, man. um yeah so let's just we've got we've got some stuff to talk about let's just get out of the way the favorite song least favorite song thing um i think uh devin i'm gonna say your favorite song is two um if you had to choose like a least favorite i think i'm you're gonna go with one uh just because of the type of song it is 
Um, RJ, I'm going to say... all that gay stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> RJ, I'm going to say your favorite song is four. And if you had to choose a least favorite song, it's going to be one as well, just because of the type of song it is. Okay. Uh, so really, it's just favorite song two and four for you guys. Um, all right. Let's just get into... Orville Peck, unless you guys had any thoughts before we get into the man himself, the man, myth, the legend, the fringe. <laughs> I I do want to say I was weary of the gimmick Good. as well. Yeah. Should be. Yeah. yeah. And I still am. Mm-hmm. And we'll get to it a little bit later on. But there, there's something about it that I'm okay with. Yeah. <laughs> But also, I don't know. I, I'm torn on it. Yeah. I'm still undecided on the whole gimmick aspect of it. Right. Um, yeah, I think you're going to read the other stuff in the probably the, the, the bio stuff. Cool. But I had some questions about that. Yeah. Our jizzle? His mask reminds me of uh, not Squidward. Who's that guy in the Futurama? Oh, the oh Zoidberg? Yeah. yeah. That's, 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 all. That was, that's all I got. I'm done. I'm going to Walmart. Bye, guys. The Jewish lobster? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so he reminds you of a Jewish space lobster. Yeah, which is the mask. <laughs> he could have picked a regular mask, but no, he decided to be Squidward guy. Could he, though? There's a reason for it, though, RJ. Like, oh. he doesn't explicitly say, which we'll get into, but there's a reason for that mask. Okay. Um, all right. So Orville Peck. Is a South African country musician based in Canada. <laughs> the roots of country run deep with this man. He wears a fringed mask and has never shown his face publicly. He released his debut album Pony in 2019, followed by the EP Show Pony the next year. His second studio album Bronco was released this past April 8th, 2022. Uh, Peck was born in Johannesburg, uh, South Africa, and lived there until he was 15. As a child, Peck did not receive any formal music training. He taught himself music by playing on an acoustic guitar and an old Casio keyboard. Uh, he is the son of a sound engineer, and he did voiceover work for cartoons and other media as a child. Weird. So when you think about that range and developing yeah. that, that has to do with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, growing up, he trained in ballet for 12 years and performed in musical theater. By the time he was in his early 20s, Peck had been on national tours of musicals. Ooh. So that's the whole showmanship. It's all right Oklahoma. there. Oklahoma. <laughs> uh, in his mid-20s, he moved to London to study acting at the London Academy of Music and Dramatic Arts and later starred in a play on the West End. So more of all of the reason why when you look at him, this is why it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Orville Peck is a pseudonym. Uh, he has been described as presumably older than 20 and younger than 40. Mm, so. Aren't we all? <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's your obituary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he died. He was older than 20. <laughs> Younger than ninety. This is this is me describing people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy came in over older than two, younger than okay. a thousand. If somebody was asking me to describe this person, I'm like, oh, it's like this tall, this, but I leave with the key detail that he wears a mask. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He had his voice, he sings and stuff. I think he had, he had un- eyes, those eyes in there. He didn't trim his fingernails very yeah. well. 
he he was he was nude. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like he was a squid. in the nude. He looks yeah. like a squid. <laughs> Have you seen that show by the guy that did The Simpsons? But it's not The Simpsons. It's a good show. It's not Family Guy. I do like Family Guy. It's not the chicken from Family Guy. What was I talking about? I love <laughs> when the chicken beats him up. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Peck self-produced his debut album, Pony, and released in 2019 through a collaboration with Sub Pop. He has noted that he wrote, produced, and played every instrument he could on the album while working in a coffee shop and living with his parents. I'd like if that's just the xylophone. It's like, <laughs> I played every instrument I could. That is one. Uh, in June of that year, he performed his songs Dead of Night and Take You Back live on CBC Radio's Q. Pony was named to the initial long list for the 2019 Polaris Music Prize. Um, the album also received a Juno Award nomination Ooh. of Alternative Album of the Year for 2020. Uh, Peck performed Dead of Night on Jimmy Kimmel in January 29th, 2020. He also per- announced oh, wow. a tour of selected cities in the United States, including performances at Coachella and Stagecoach Festivals. In May 2020, Peak announced a follow-up to his debut album, an EP titled Show Pony, with a release date of June of 2020. Uh, Peak recorded a cover of Small Town Boy for the 2020 Pride edition of the Spotify singles. I don't know if you saw the uh, Unchained Melody Oh, cover. I was just going to say the Unrighteous <laughs> Brothers. <Yeah>. Oh, boy. <laughs> Hit me right in the rat spot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the butthole. Uh, in April 2021, Peck was featured on American Drag Queen uh, and singer Trixie and Mattel's EP full coverage. Um, he was revealed to be the sixth artist on Lady Gaga's upcoming album, Born This Way, the 10th anniversary, with Peck reimagining the song Born This Way in a country style. So the dude's been around. Okay. Yeah. Sources have speculated that Peck is a persona of Daniel Pitout, drummer of the Canadian punk band New Sensa, based on the similarity of Peck's tattoos, as well as Peck mentioning that he was in a punk band. Pitout was born in South Africa as well. So lots of stuff there. How many South African Canadians are there? (laughs) Who played in a punk band. With those same tattoos. Yeah. Uh, Peck is gay. Regarding his reasons for wearing a mask to perform, Peck has stated that the only reason I don't talk about it in depth is not because I want to dodge any questions, but because I want people to have their own take on it. I don't want to lay it out and pin it down. I just don't think that's important. Regarding his nationality, he stated in 2022 that everyone thinks I'm Canadian because I lived in Canada for so long, but I'm not. I was born in South Africa. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty good reason. He's got jokes. Think that. <laughs> He's a, uh-huh. <laughs> I'd like that if he was addressing that, like the gay thing. And he's like talking about why he wears a mask. He's like, because my face is just so gay. Yeah. Like you'll look at me and you'll be like, that dude is gay. And I don't want people to think that right now. Yeah. <laughs> so I love explaining to people to be like, so there's a South African guy who is gay who wears a funny little mask, who plays country-western music that sounds like it should be on the radio and is lighting up country music. Yeah. And when you see him, you're like, clearly a gay man. 
Yeah. He's not hiding anything. Yeah. He's got music videos about it. He's got songs about it. And he seems to be being embraced. And yeah. I'm just like, hallelujah, I'm happy about this. He's the Lil Nas X of the country world. Which there are photos with him and Lil Nas X mm, hanging out. Happen. Yeah. With Lil Nas X wearing that pink country outfit that he wore. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Real nice. <laughs> so an interesting man. Yeah. 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 It's all there. When you see him, when you hear him, when you listen to him, it's like reading all this stuff when I did. And I was just like, yeah, this all makes sense. Yeah. I like him. Yeah. So. It, I will say all of that seem like as far as like the gimmick and persona goes, that all seems authentic. And the stuff you're saying about his uh, lyrics and him just being out there open about everything. About two it, truckers sucking each other out. Yeah. We'll get yeah. into. <laughs> yeah. And I... I don't feel like there's anything unauthentic about it. No. That, so that's the part of me that's like, I'm fine with the gimmick. Yeah. But at the same time, if the gimmick is just the same thing that Lil Nas X did, which is just to get into the music industry and then make no, super pop, that. that's when I have a problem with it. I think it's the, I think it's the Jack White and the Gaga part. I don't think mm-hmm. it's Lil Nas X. I don't think that Lil Nas X is particularly talented. No. I think Gaga and Jack White both did it to be like, no one's going to take us seriously unless we do something stupid. We just happen to be talented as well. Yeah. You know? Yep. Where, like, it's not the Marilyn... Marilyn Manson's not particularly talented. Alice well, Cooper... I don't know about that. <laughs> Alice Cooper and Kiss are not particularly talented. Yeah. You know? David Bowie, different. Elton John, very different. Both super talented guys. This man might be the Elton John of country music. Yeah, he really might be. Yeah. I mean, fucking Elton John had honky tonk. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. It, I mean, it's it's been there. I'm sure there's been plenty of gay men in country music. We just don't know about yeah. them. Those big old <laughs> sunglasses he wore, basically a mask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's Orville Peck. Uh, there's a lot about the guy, but when you see him, all, everything makes sense by what I just read. Hmm. All right, so getting into the songs here, um, I had a really hard time finding five songs for this mix because I was like, I I could have just made a mix of five songs from Bronco. That's honestly, mm-hmm. I Pony, I think, is a fine album. Bronco, I think, is a fucking fantastic album, and it's probably now one of the best albums I've ever heard. Hmm. Um. So, but I was just like, I can't just have five songs from his new album. I have to have some diversity in it. And I was just like, I need to have Fancy on the record or on the mix because I think that song is important for not only paying like homage for people from before him, but like, it's just a really interesting song to be made or to be, I guess, covered Mm -hmm. uh, more recently Um, and then done the way that he does it as well. (laughs) So I was just like, all right, I need to have, if I'm going to have Fancy on there, I need to have a song from Pony. Um, and then, so it took me a really, I went through many variations of making this mix. Um, I will say that my two favorite songs from him are on Bronco. They're not on this mix. Um, <laughs> so, like, this isn't even, like, my favorite songs from Orville Peck in the mix. Mm. This is, like, 
this is like let's make sure that I have songs from each of the albums. These are the songs that I think that are either really good from the album or are like what the fuck songs in the mix. Meaning okay. like we go from we'll get into like weird fancy to like this weird folky country song to like two truckers sucking each other and then yeah. into like this cool 50 sounding song into like like a kind of a normal country song. So like I wanted to have like a, a, a range of songs on the mix to be like, this is like uh, the range of the man because it's not only like his vocal arrangements and melodies is like, one thing but like musically he's all over the place too inside country western which is like yeah really hard to do in my opinion like sturgill's yeah. the only guy that does that yes <laughs> and uh, tyler childers kind of but he he doesn't go pop he doesn't no. go like full-on pop he goes more roots like appalachian roots jason isbell maybe jason isbell's probably closer because he's has such a wide variety yeah between his solo stuff uh, with the 400 unit and then drive by truckers. Yeah. So he, yeah, he, but he's also like alternative country. Cause if you play that, like some of his stuff for somebody that listens to country, they wouldn't really recognize it as much as country. Whereas Orville Peck, you'd be like, I can, t- I can tell the country is very upfront. Oh yeah. With him, you yeah. Know? I could just be like, if I was talking to like, my father-in-law, I could be like, I'm just going to show you Lafayette, and you're going to love Orville Peck, mm-hmm. right? If I'm talking to Devin, I could be like, oh, let me show you fucking fancy and see, show you how weird this dude is. You know, like, he yeah. has a range inside of him to be like, depending on who I'm talking to, I could be like, no, 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 this is him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is weird for an artist. It's yeah. bizarre to me. I was curious why you chose these songs, uh, but and I remember you saying last week, like, you wanted to show the variety of it. Yeah. But I will say that I went through, I didn't listen back to, like, all the way through all of the albums, but I did listen to a good amount of all, like, the two albums and the EP. Yeah. And there, I was... There's better songs. Then I was curious why you didn't put some of them on there. Yeah. But remembering that now, I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, there's on there. yeah. 100% better songs. Like, again, like, my two favorite yeah. songs aren't on there. There's, like, there, there's just better songs on each of the albums that I think, yeah, could be on air. Again, this is, like, this is the first mix that I've made like this where it's, like, this is an artist that I absolutely love that I'm showing to someone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, RJ's made a DMX and a Kanye which, like, when RJ made the Kanye, it was, I remember being like, oh, I'm going to give you a five because of the the journey that I went on. But every time we talked about every song on there, I was just like, there's a better song on the album, RJ. <laughs> you yeah. know, like, like, it wasn't songs that I would have picked. Yeah. But because it, it's incredibly hard to be like, this is someone that I've never shown to you and is a different person that you've heard. And. Here are five songs. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So if you had to pick one song out of any of his songs to show to RJ, what do you think his would be? Uh, Probably Out of Town. I think that song RJ would like a lot. On Bronco? Uh, yeah. Or Let Me Drown. That song I think RJ would like a lot just because of the piano melody on there. Okay. Uh, there's that song. Uh, not... Daytona. There's a song in the middle there that's like kind of more uh oh no, it's a song that's after Let Me Drown, I think. Um, uh, it's, it's kind of a faster uh, Any Turn? Is it called Any Turn? 
this one? Yeah. Because he goes, burda, 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 burda. <laughs> RJ, you into this? <laughs> I like burda, burda, burda. Just wait. Oh, I heard this one. Mm-hmm. I like this one. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, I can see that. Yeah, put some boogie in your hips, you know. Yeah. <laughs> RJ likes boogies in his hips. <laughs> I put boogies anywhere. Gross. <laughs> They're on Devin sometimes. <laughs> Keep finding them. <laughs> All right, so the first song that I needed to have on here is Fancy. It's the last song on the EP, Show Pony, um, which is funny because if you listen to that EP, it comes after the him and Shania Twain song, which is just like, I wanted that on here, but I was just like, Shania, just she, she's just so good on the song. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he has the line on there. I think it's that song because it's not an original song. I forget whose song that is. Um, but it it is the song of like, ride a cowboy or something like that that's like a lyric in there save a horse ride a cowboy yeah something like that in that song <laughs> and he sounds i'm just like yeah yeah i like it <laughs> but uh but like fancy so this song is uh yeah it's on show pony uh peck recorded this in 2019 i think to follow pony uh he it was inspired by the works of neil young and crazy horse uh he arranged the duet with twain after the uh two met at the awards in 2020 uh the song immediately before and recorded their song immediately before the COVID 19 stuff happened um yeah he's got summertime on that album which is really good the legends never die song is a song with shania twain which they performed on jimmy fallon together um but yeah but fancy the song this song it's a cover of a bobby gentry song that was made in 1969 uh, the country song was a crossover pop music hit for Gentry, reaching the top 40 of the Billboard Hot 100 um, and the top 30 of the Billboard country charts. Uh, I, Reba McIntyre has a version of it. Um, so that when might have been the one I heard. Yeah, so when I looked up, when I heard this song, I was like, God damn, this song's so good. And I, and I, I was looking it up. And I was like, oh, it's a cover. I was like, oh, I've never heard the original. Listen to the original. And then I was like, oh, there's like others. I'll listen to the Rebuzz. I was just like, God damn it. His version is so goddamn good. Yeah. <laughs> it's just for me, it's, it's just he does something completely different in his version that is so intimate um, about this crazy young woman named Fancy who is going through a very, very, very hard life. Um but it works today, even though the song was made in whatever, 1969. It, the song lyrically still holds up and works today, which is really surprising because it's telling a story. Um, but yeah, I wanted this in the front to be like, when you put on this mix, it's like, what the fuck am I listening to? This whatever five minute and 34 second song that has very limited uh, music, technically. <laughs> it's more like ambient yeah. and spoken word <laughs> yeah. on it with like a weird psychedelic riff near the end of it <laughs> yeah <laughs> just because i was just like ah this song's so goddamn good and it's so interesting so i want it at the front rj talk to me about fancy talk to me about your experience with it how'd you feel, <laughs> you feel so fancy? the the first time i listened to it um actually the the, the few times that i did listen to it um it just made me laugh oh. because, you know, when you first hear it, there's that bell. Yeah. Just, just listen. 
in the very beginning of this song. Eminem song. <laughs> oh. I literally saw that every time I heard the bell, and oh, I was like, a church oh. bell? <laughs> you think he sampled Eminem? Yeah, so I think it's an Eminem sample mm-hmm. in my it's mind. It's called the church bell art. <laughs> Eminem's, it's copyrighted. Y'all need Jesus. <laughs> you ain't never heard of church bell? But I, I, I laughed at it every time I heard that because I just reminded me of Eminem. Um, so the song, uh, I, I do like the song. It, it was a. Uh, I, it was like you said, a lack there of music on it. Uh, but I, I just like just the way that he did portray the song in general, the way that the song all, I, I don't know. I, it's his voice. His voice is very unique and I, I, it drew me every time I like went into it. And then they have the little things with the lack of music on there. They just have that little like banjo hook that came out of nowhere. Just kind of mm-hmm. like, the, the, I was like, I like that. It just accents that point right there. And then he does this little, with his voice where he's like, Mama washed and curled my hair. And I was oh, like, yeah. oh, yeah, get it, get it. <laughs> and then there's the guitar solo at the end. I was like, I, I, I kind of like that. Yeah, by the end of the song, you're standing in a mirror in a dress just looking at yourself. Yeah, but yeah, yeah I think it was a great song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know it was a cover, but I was like, it was a, it was a really good song. It just yeah. so happened to line up with my weekends when I do that every morning. <laughs> I was like, damn, what a quinky dink. <laughs> Yeah, his his again, his vocals are just hypnotic. They really are to me and in this song in particular when you listen to it it just it just draw draws you in. There's just mm-hmm. something about his voice. I don't know what it is. Devin. So, I thought even though this is the last song on the uh the EP? Yeah. Or the yeah, it's like the EP. seven songs or something. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was a good intro song. Yeah, it's weird, huh? It's it's weird how that works, um, and I think it's mostly because it's an introduction to the artist, and it seems like a good introduction to the artist. Um, did were you saying this was a cover song? Yeah, this is. Oh, that makes so much more sense, right? Yeah, yeah. So I would. So I was thinking about like lyrically this song. I was like, okay, and actually, after listening to Little Stinkers this week. They were talking about the dude, uh, something Lee Lucas, whatever his name was. Uh, Yeah, it it can be from a man. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, there's nothing in it that says that it can't be. Yeah, and that's what I was thinking. I was like, well, this is like a weird fucked up life. And then I was wondering, I was like, is this a true story based on uh you know something that he lived through or is this like an imagined story yeah and then i was thinking about and i was like okay if it is does that affect it but it really just pays homage to country music songs of the past i mean like fucking johnny cash never shot a man in reno just to watch him die yeah exactly you know like they it's storytelling songs so it kind of pays homage to the storytelling tradition of country music and I really liked that, regardless of whose aspect, like, whose perspective it was from. Um, That's awesome. That like it, it's crazy not knowing it's a cover. It still sounds believable because yeah. it's what he's doing in the song. You know? Yes. Like you're like, is, is he fancy? <laughs> yeah, I thought he was fancy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's um, that's interesting. So musically, it is sparse. But one of my favorite songs musically on the album. Oh, nice. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing musically in the back. Just because they have like tones going. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, what are you doing yeah. back there? <laughs> yes. Yeah. It was a. Uh, it was like it was produced well and yeah. not overproduced because you can't do that with country. Like good country has to. Sturgill did it really well. Like Meta Modern Sounds has all kinds of alternative production quality to it that you wouldn't find on other country albums. Yeah. And it works so well. Mm-hmm. Norville Peck's doing a similar thing, but this goes for all the songs. There is like a punk ethos to everything that he does. Yeah. The sparseness of the music in this first song goes throughout all five of these songs where there's little things where if somebody grew up playing country music on an acoustic guitar, there's stuff that they would be doing instrumentally that would be way different. But there's some punk rock ethos to what he's doing where he just says, I'm going to do this on my own and learn it on my own. And it does feel authentic. Whereas I was weary at first that he would be getting into country because it's like, uh, you know, attention grabbing mm. genre. Yeah. And easy to get into the way Little Nas X did it and got attention. So I was like, maybe he's just, you know, mimicking Roy Orbison or, you know, one of these old, like, like big voiced country singers just to get attention. Uh, but I changed my mind like halfway through it and then listened to it a few more times and kept on changing my mind. So, yeah, I think that's, that's like super interesting that you say that. Cause like listening to his stuff, the one of the reasons why it's so diverse musically, I think it's because he honestly loves this music. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> I think it comes through to be like, no, I love it's same with Sturgill. When I first lis- listened to whatever uh, the Sailor album, when I first listened to that album, I was like, "Oh, this guy like loves all country music." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you hear Sturgill, you hear that he loves country music the way that I love old old country music, mm-hmm. love like outlaw country. Yeah, anything up till nineteen sixty nine, probably. You know, and then after that, not too much until like the two thousands, until like alternative country. Yeah. This guy seems to love country, which yeah. I do not. <laughs> yeah. I don't like Kenny Chesney. I don't like Brooks and Dunn. Yeah. I'm but not a Toby Keith fan. <laughs> no. Not at all. Yeah. I've never been to his bar and grill, and I never will. Now, if Faith comes on, it's okay. <sighs> if, yeah, okay. I feel like a woman comes on from Shania. Woo! <laughs> 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 oh, that song gets me going every yeah. time. I want to be trans every time I hear that song. <laughs> But, yeah, there's something about him that seems like he loves all country music. He loves that 90s stuff. And I do respect that because hearing modern country music, it is so catchy and so poppy. And there is something there to like. And I understand why people like it. And I've never grasped onto it. So him being able to pull that out of, not in this song, but, you know, in all the stuff that he does, pulling that element that you like in that uh shania song uh like pulling that out of there and doing it in an interesting way i can respect that if that makes sense it's it's uh, yeah that's the thing that's so impressive to me it's like find a musical genre like give me a modern person who's like oh cock rock is great you guys don't understand let me prove to you why cock rock is awesome yeah and like, yes, no one's doing that with cock rock. <laughs> no. Yeah. Bring back poison. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like do a good version of poison that people that like music will yeah. enjoy. <laughs> yeah. Motley Crue. Like, what the fuck? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, if somebody does that, 
Please show me. <laughs> Please show me. Tell me. I would love to hear it, but I mean, we we saw Greta Van Fleet try to do that with Led Zeppelin, <laughs> yeah, and they fucked up real bad. Yeah, most people were just like, "Oh, it's so cute." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Fancy. It's a fantastic song. It's a weird yeah. way to start the mix. Uh, but I said fuck it anyways because musically every song is different. Different, so I was just like, it doesn't matter how it merges into the next song. It's just it's gonna be different. That's just how yeah. it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's how his albums are too. So it's whatever. Yeah. Uh, but all right. So moving on there, we've got Taxi Mountains um, by Orville Peck, obviously off of Bronco. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna read this part here. Um, all Deming of all music commended Peck's lyricism. Let's talk about Bronco. Uh, saying he has no trouble writing songs that have the dramatic sweep of Roy Orbison meets Morrissey voice demands. And as a lyricist, he has an effective storyteller who doesn't shy away from a dollop of melodrama while still making his characters ring true. The artfully woven queer subtext of Pony is represented and accounted for, while the universal... universal universality of his lonely cowboy's mingled desires of independence and companionship will make this speak of all sorts of listeners. Um, Harry West also praised Peak's musical growth, saying that all 15 tracks feel sonically muscular and more mature than those of its predecessors and called it a wholly modern and proudly queer. Um, so this is all stuff about Bronco, the album. This is Hexy Mountains comes from that. Now, boys, when I first heard this song, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I remember it because it came on because it's, I think it's on, uh, the second chapter of Bronco when those were released. Mm-hmm. And cause I was just like, oh yeah, he, he can do the Elvis thing. This is great. He can do the Roy Orbison thing. This is great. I hear the Morrissey in there. This is great. And then this song. Now, melodically with the guitar, I would say that this song would be, and maybe even his vocal arrangement would be closer to a John Denver. He does not sound like John Denver. He sounds, I don't know what he sounds like in this song. (laughs) Yeah. But I would say this song is closer to a fucking John Denver or a, what's his motherfucking name? Uh, Not James. James? James Taylor. James Taylor like a james taylor like Mm -hmm. that's how this song is written it's like in the vein of those dudes and boy oh boy do i love this song (laughs) it's a Mm. it's a three minutes and 11 second song it is it feels short and sweet um the way that the choruses happen and then he changes the choruses three times and then throws it together with all three of the choruses matched at the end is just beautiful to me i just fucking love this song RJ, take it away, my brother. Uh, I think in all the songs, I know you've mentioned so many other ones, but I, I hear I hear a lot of Elvis over and over and over again. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, this song is phenomenal. Um, yeah, like you said with the choruses, I absolutely love that. Just I, I, okay. I don't know about you guys, but transition from song one to song two. Mm-hmm. It you was, wanted to transition it was, when you heard song one and two? Oh, yeah. I, I, Man. I had the dress on. Finally. <laughs> um, but literally, it was just so crazy, just the changes between them. And I loved it just because it was so off. It was just like, oh, oh that's a little different. But it, it, the song's it's so creamy. So, Ooh, 
baby. It's so so I like, love like that. it was like everything, and they have the little shaker, and then they have the banjo, and then they have like a mandolin in there, yeah. and the chorus, and I just put I like this one. It was so creamy. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great way to explain it. Yep, <laughs> Devin. Yeah, I like this one. This one creamy. It was creamy. It was creamy country. Yeah. yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, this one. I want to say it's the most country with the exception of one of the songs yeah possibly um it yeah it seemed like a good all of his songs do seem like a david lynch version of a country standard (laughs) you know or some (laughs) like or a david lynch version of a bruce springsteen song yeah (laughs) you know like this one seemed like the lynch version of a country standard like a I don't know any, but yeah, probably James Taylor, John Denver, but yeah, it, it was good. Lyrically, it was pretty good too. Like, I think l- Fancy was cool lyrically because it told a story, but lyrically, uh, like as far as like songwriting goes, I think this was my favorite one. Yeah, yeah, no, I liked it. Yeah, it's a it's a fantastic song. I would say, like, if someone isn't into country, I would show them this song. Like, if they're like, yeah. I'm not really into country, I'd be like, ooh, hold on. Yeah. Let me show yeah. you this song. Yeah. Because it's like, it's not folk, you know? Yeah. And it's not like, I, I, don't, I don't even know how to explain the song, honestly. <laughs> well, this is a, a kind of an example of what I was talking about, where people that grew up playing country their entire life wouldn't play a country song like this. Yeah. Like, on guitar... It's it's a different arrangement than somebody that traditionally plays country would play, but it's kind of stripped down to like the essence of a country tune, yeah. country melody, right? You know, yeah, he's so good, I'm good. Yeah. Um, all right, so track number three here, we've got "Drive Me Crazy." This is off a of show pony, <laughs> off the EP. Now, when I first heard this song, I hope you had the same thing that happened to me, because <laughs> I was just like, "Oh, this is like an interesting, like slow '80s kind of country kind of ballad," and I'm listening to it, and then you hear "Breaker Breaker Break Hearts Ten mm. Four Daddy O <laughs> Daddy O." <laughs> And I was like, what the fuck did you say? <laughs> Two trucks passing on the highway. <laughs> and then you get to the end of the song, and it show, and it plays that bit. And I'm just yeah. like, god damn, this song's so goddamn good. Because yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. you just think of it, like, it kind of has, like, this weird, slow, like, 80s kind of melody to me. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, drive me crazy. This is a good song. This is about like, yeah, drive me off. Yeah, we're gonna drive together. Blah blah. blah. Maybe it's about like killing ourselves together. Okay. And then I just hear two trucks passing in the night, and I'm just like, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just two truckers want to suck each other mm-hmm. off, <laughs> as they do. But I also picked the song because it's the song. Like, th- there's lots of songs that I could have picked, but this song has a sick. Solo, <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. yeah, like a country sick twanging solo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, RJ, walk me through driving crazy. <laughs> so, you, ever, you ever been in this situation? <laughs> uh, many, many times. Driving your yeah, I'm usually in a car. Highway. Yeah, 
He's normally so, the, the lot lizard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I just put a '80s ballad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but but it just kind of, as you said, changes up the, the, the what the songs have been. It's you know, it's all over the place with his range. Um, not my favorite one, but it was you know I, I appreciate for what it was. Yeah. Um, and then of course he talks in it, so it's just like okay, you're talking, even though it's not him. <laughs> well, he could be him. I don't know. Who knows, but man? He has range. As long as there was no gunshots, I'm all for it. But <laughs> those are scary. But no, it was a nice like eighties ballad sounding song with a little country to it. And he he can he fits that range too. He does that fine. Yeah. <laughs> He's all over the place. Yeah, he could do that, I guess. Yeah, he can, he can do it too. <laughs> Devin. This sound like it could have been on a Lost Boys soundtrack for some reason. Oh hell yeah. Like one of those types of movies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh this one is very Lynchian as well. <laughs> I mean, they kind of all are, but this one in particular, I was like, yeah, they'd be playing this at the R what? Cafe. He has a song called yeah. Bronco? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's about two truckers sucking each other's penises. <laughs> I've never heard a song like that before. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it, it was a cool song. It, was cool. it took me like three listens to be like, He's gonna suck that guy. Is that what this is about? Yeah, yeah. It was. It was cool. It was. Uh, I. I mean, the piano was cool. Yes, the, the so guitar. Sick. Like it, it. It was. It all fit very well. It had like. It's stupid. It's stupid. It's stupid. This. That's what I was gonna say. It's. It's fucking stupid because he hits all of the stereotypes yeah. when you when he's setting out to do a song. It's like I'm gonna do a ballad. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to start with fucking cheesy piano shit. Yeah. That cheesy piano sounds pretty good. It's like, okay, I'm going to do my cheesy, you know, mimic of a old country singer. Damn, that voice sounds good. <laughs> you know, I'm going to do this cheesy-ass guitar solo in the middle of yeah. a fucking ballad about truckers sucking dick. <laughs> and it sounds good. Yeah. It's stupid. When my wife first heard the song, she's like, did you just say 10-4 daddy I was like, yeah, I fucking love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like that is a parody yeah. song. When you throw in ten four daddy, all yeah. of a sudden, <laughs> breaker breaker one now. Yeah, <laughs> it's stupid. It's like it, it. That's why I kept on going back and forth. I was like, is he making fun of <laughs> country music, or does he love it and he's paying homage to it? Because it's treading a fine line, <laughs> yeah. you know. Like you could, this could easily be like it could come out that he is the weird owl of country music. <laughs> yeah. Then I'm then I flip t- suddenly. I'm the yeah. biggest weird owl yeah. fan in the world. Uh, <laughs> then I'm the biggest overall Peck fan. Yeah. As soon as that happens, like I am in. <laughs> Let's get some accordion on these tracks. Yeah, yeah this is a good one. Yeah. I liked it. It's good. Um, all right, and then we change stylistically again <laughs> yep. with "Roses Are Falling." Uh, this is the only song from Pony. This is track number nine, three minutes and six seconds. Uh, yeah, Pony came out in 2019 off of Sub Pop. Uh, let's see. It is this song in particular. Uh, let's see here. Pony received generally positive reviews. Many critics praised Peck's reverence for traditional country styles. Uh, tracks like Roses Are Falling and Take You Back are solid entries to the classic country canon of Glen Campbell and Loretta Lynn. So again, just going to be like, 
oh, I'm going to do like a James Taylor type thing. It's like, oh, I'm going to do like a ballad. Oh, I'm going to do like a Glenn Campbell type song. It's yeah. pretty cool sounding. Yeah. No big deal. I could just do it. It's fine. Yeah. We have a guitar lick that is very close to Sleepwalk, which is, <sighs> I would normally be like, that's stupid. But I'm just like, I love that it's very close to it and it still sounds good. <laughs> and then this is like the. When I first heard this song, I was like, God damn it, you could do like a 50-sounding song too? Like, what the yeah. fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's, again, he just, he's able to do it all in this the country-western genre as a whole. This song could be in Greece pretty easily and work very nicely. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I like this song. RJ, take it away. So you said who, who does this riff remind you of? Uh, Glenn Campbell. Oh, okay. the song. Oh, sleepwalk. sleepwalk. So I say something different. Mm, another Eminem uh, song? Huh? No, no, Beach no, no, Boys, no. <laughs> Kokomo. Oh, totally opposite direction. <laughs> wait, 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 hold on. Let me think. The opposite of Beach Boys. <laughs> Insane Clown Posse. So I heard the riff and I was like, I started laughing because I was like, you know, what would be funny is if you sped it up a lot and put Travis Barker behind it. I was like, this this could be what? a blink. Like, you get the blink. You're just on your own level here. But no, no. I, <laughs> uh, that's why I said total opposite of what you guys are thinking, right? Yeah, that is the total opposite. <laughs> yeah, You're so, right. So, I, you know, alpha. Um, okay. Nope. <laughs> so, anyway, nope. Uh, since I win. Um, <laughs> You're losing alpha points. But I was... <laughs> Um, but I was just sitting there and I was like, you know, if they speed this up, I could, you know, Blink would be like doing their own variation of it. But, uh, the song was, it was, you know, like, do you, me, do you want me to open that beer for you, Alpha? You got that? <laughs> Alphas don't right, need he was other trouble people over there. to open huh? beers. I yeah. well, it looked like you did for a second there. So I thought it open. You know, try to help you. You got that daddy? Huh? Yeah. You got that daddy? <laughs> yeah. Break, breaker one nine. Please start calling people daddy at work, RJ. <laughs> I feel like that's an HR situation. <laughs> Oh, he we, called me daddy. We, we had a situation where somebody's like, I, I like you can call me Papa because I'm old. And they're like, I'm not calling you daddy. And then they came up to me and said that. So that is an HR conversation. I was like, oh, shit. I think from what you're saying, that was a cultural difference, right? Yeah. Was that from one of the like, cultural people that you have there? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but someone's but, earned a spanking. But yeah. <laughs> somebody pulled me aside and said that. I was like, "Oh, we're gonna have this conversation." I was like, "All right, I'll listen." Papa needs to discipline you. <laughs> Just automatically had a ruler on him. Yeah. Back now to Escuela, snapping that belt. No <laughs> bueno, mami. Uh, but this yet again shows just all over the place that he can cover, and it's. It's crazy the amount of different. It's like oh, I want to do this style today. This I want to do that style tomorrow, and just kind of. It was a nice slower song. Uh, the riff did I put just reminds me of like a Blink song if you sped it up and put Travis Barker behind it. Nope, nope. <sighs> I gotta listen to that again because <laughs> that's <you> upsetting <laughs> me now that you're saying nope, that. You don't have to listen to it again. Yeah. <laughs> do it one more time. I, it is funny this this when it explains this album Pony. It says a country alternative. A country, alternative country, and cowboy pop album, Pony features elements of goth, dream pop, shoegazing, indie rock, surf rock, post-punk, and gospel folk. That's just explaining the album Pony. (laughs) Did they say country at all? (laughs) (laughs) They started off by saying a country, alternative country, cowboy pop album. Okay, that features... (laughs) Oh, cowboy pop! If you you look at this as a big picture... 
he technically did say pop punk with <laughs> Blink said Two post punk. Yeah, yeah. So not pop punk. Yeah, so Blink One Two is basically in there, and they were talking about this song. <laughs> call me pop pop punk. Yeah. <laughs> call me yeah. pop pop punk. Call me daddy punk. Yeah. <laughs> RJ, we please go by pop pop punk. <laughs> I'm the granddaddy. Oh. Uh, but yeah, the song was all right. Um, not my top one, but I really I do, yes. I would have thought mm. you would have done it. Liked it because of the surf rock element. Yeah, I it was cool. Pegged you for a Hawaii boy, but it yeah. wasn't a Blink One Two song. Boy. <laughs> yeah, you need to get that out of your head, bud. Uh, yeah, Devin, did you feel that's upsetting? It's <laughs> upsetting to me. This was my least favorite song because it was a Blink song. For, <laughs> shut up! <laughs> I get it. Not a Blink song. I get it. It's a Green Day song, if anything. Um, this was my least favorite song at first. Mm. Um. I don't know what turned me on it. It's just listening to it more. <laughs> that was it. Uh, it, uh, it had the, the Hawaiian vibes at first. And I, I, this, I'm going to make a more controversial statement than RJ, but you might actually agree with me. Mm-hmm. Um, going to the point of why you might like this guy, I think he is the Kanye West of country music. Because oh, yeah. he's really good at sampling, which is, I feel yeah. like, the best example of what he does. 100%. Instead of mimicking country music or any other genre, he's good at picking up that piece, that thing that you like about it, and using that while not mimicking it. Yeah. If that makes sense. I so, totally that, agree. like you were saying with the Sleepwalk riff, that was. As close as you can get to <laughs> yeah. a direct ripoff <laughs> while also sounding completely different. Yeah. So after like a few more listens, like this became one of my favorite songs. And yeah. then I had to listen to the rest of them again through that lens. I was like, okay, I'm fine. I'm understanding what he's doing. And it's very he's a strategic. Yeah. It's strategic. And then that thought made me think. I don't like this again. This gimmick is stupid. <laughs> but also, I, like, I respect it a lot because he's really good at it. Yeah. You know, but it, it all it's hinges it's, on. It's literally Jack Black says that in the documentary. He's just talking about, like, I'm just stealing old blue songs. Oh, wait. wait. You say uh, Jack White. Oh, so yeah. Sorry, Jack White. I thought you said Jack Black. I, like, <laughs> I don't remember that in School of Rock. You say that. Yeah, he's just, he's yeah. just like, yeah, I'm just stealing old blues songs. Yeah. So I have to dress like an asshole. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> and he's the yeah. same way. He's just like, oh, this song's really great from this era. I'm just going to tweak it a little bit, make it my own, present it. You don't yeah. know the difference because you see this mask. <laughs> yes. Jack White is a really good example of what he's doing. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, yeah, I was at this point, I was like back and forth on the gimmick aspect of it, and it all hinged upon whether he's authentic or not. Yeah. You know, of whether he likes country music or if this is a parody of it. <laughs> it could very well be either, you know? No one knows. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, the guy H. John Benjamin that's like a voice actor in, yeah. like in Bob's Burgers and. Yeah. He's uh, yeah. He he came out with an album called Jazz Daredevil. Hmm. Did you ever hear that? No. It's um, it's a comedy album where the first 
in the intro track is uh spo- like not spoken word, but it's just the conversation between him and the devil played by Aziz Ansari, and he's selling his soul to the devil to be good at jazz piano. <laughs> but it turns out he's like, I can't just make you good at jazz piano. He's like, yeah. I can make you like play jazz piano. So the whole album is him playing uh with a full talented jazz band and him actually being a Sean Benjamin not knowing how to play jazz. <laughs> Parts of awesome. if you if you play it for somebody that likes jazz, they'll hear it and be like, This is okay, cool, jazz. But it's very much a parody of jazz. Yeah. Because yeah. So it, it this is all bordering on on that for me. Yeah, this that made me think it's the same thing that I experienced when I first saw I remember I saw Zach Galifianakis. Zach Galifianakis. I can't even talk right now. He's his, Greek. You don't need to say his last name. Galifianakis. Uh, yeah. His stand-up before I saw him, like in Hangover or whatever. Yeah. And the first time Purple you, Onion. Yeah, exactly. When, yeah. The first time when you see that, and I think the yes. the comedians or something. He had that like um, thing with a um, oh, fuck crazy blonde lady, uh, tall dweeby guy. Oh. Maria Bamford? Maria Bamford, uh, Patton Oswald, and tall dweeby guy who used to have long, cool hair. Who's talking right? He's 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 just old thing. Anyways. Bobcat Goldthwaite. No. <laughs> okay. Um, but uh yeah, so like when you first saw Zach's stand up, it's mesmerizing because you're like, God, he's so good at piano. And then uh, yeah. it's distracting because you're like, oh, he's really funny at the same time. And you're yeah. like, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> you're like, like, what are you doing? <laughs> you're just telling his thoughts over beautiful piano yeah. music. And yeah. then starts like rubbing his head with his other hand, yeah. playing a beautiful <laughs> piano with one hand. Yeah. What the fuck? Are you, are you showing off or are you doing comedy? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or reflexively the same thing. He's just like, yeah. what are you doing? Are you being... A jokester and a trickster? Yeah. Or are you just like really incredibly talented and a genius? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah this song, it, it it made me realize that he is, he's sampling. Yeah. He's just essentially doing sampling. 100%. And uh, not a lot of people do that, but Jack White is a good example of somebody that can sample things from the past in a way and revitalize them. Yeah. You know? Um, and then I wanted to round off the mix with a song called Kalahari Down. Uh, this is another song off of Bronco, track number seven, four minutes and 49 seconds. Uh, starts off with a little bit of harmonica there. Uh, and then by the time you get to the end of the song, God damn it, you hear that range kicking in. You just hear what he can do as a singer. And it is just like, sometimes I want him to just stay there. You know, like I just, mm-hmm. I want him to stay up there. In that like gospel sounding voice, but then like he's he he'll just like he'll just put the tip in, and I'm just like, yeah, it's enough. I get it. Yeah. It's thick. It's yeah. girthy. The tip's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> tip is good enough for me, but I want more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and again, like I would say that this is probably the closest song on this mix to be like this has that like more modern sound to it, um, especially in its production. Um, but yeah, it's just another fucking great ass song that he made, I guess. Uh, RJ, how'd you feel towards Kalahari down? Uh, not a blink song, but, uh, definitely not. Not a blink song, <laughs> but this is, I'd I, say more so than the last song, but <laughs> yeah. still not. <laughs> uh, this song, I, I like the song. It, it, it did a great job. It's just, 
I don't know. This song stood out to me as one like this is. I enjoy this one a lot. Um, I, I don't know which one's my favorite. I'm still deciding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, okay. but this That's is good. this is That's one good. of my this is one of my uh, <laughs> favored songs on the mix. Ooh. But I still don't know what a Kalahari Down is. I haven't figured that one out yet. It's probably a place like Watership Down. <laughs> so I think it's in England, but I don't know. Rabbits named it. I mean, he's kind of all over the place, so <laughs> it could be really anywhere. <laughs> but it's just I, I love the the music on it. I love his vo- vocals on it. I think there's all in all, they're great, fantastic, and I love this at the end. You loved what? At, oh, this song. At the oh, end. this song at the end. Oh, okay, got it. Thought we're still talking about Watership Down. <laughs> <laughs> Thought you wanted to know. I think it's not. Uh, Devin. Uh, yeah, I like uh, I like this song. Um, I have more controversial things to say. Ooh, I think in this song and this does go for all the songs. His voice is what makes this song good. Yeah, um, but it is another trickster thing because his his vocal, not even his range, but his uh, projection. The way he does his voice, like you've you've heard him talk, I'm sure you heard the. Oh, hold on one second. Okay, Kalahari per Urban Dictionary is the act of one grounding up marijuana and cocaine with a large stick while chanting random sounds and gibberish to a repetitive beat until a green white powder is achieved. I've done that. Oh shit! That's what this song's about. It's a chewy bowl, bruh. That's the Kalahari down. Oh man, I I've had a few Kalahari downs. Yeah, I gotta listen to the song again. He was born. You were born in the Badlands, honey. Oh, <laughs> don't we all know it? Man, sorry. Continue. Um, let's just change my whole perspective on the song. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> um, but vocally, that that is what makes his songs. Yeah. Uh, that being said. The music in this song, it is good. Yeah. But it is so reminiscent of a Christian rock song. Oh, yeah. 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 100%. <laughs> or a new Mumford & Sons song. <laughs> it could be, yeah. Which is close. <laughs> and and I like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a stripped-down version of whatever those guys do, but the buildup of it is Christian rock reminiscent. Um, but this is my whole thing with him in general. Like he's got the voice down. Yeah. He's got like you were saying when he is just the tip. Like in the beginning, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. Yes, yes. And uh, I don't know if it was this Bronco album that he played all the instruments on. Uh, Pony, Pony. Yeah. And uh, is this one off Pony? No, this is off Show Pony. Uh, no, this is off Bronco. Okay. I would love to hear him with a better instrumentation, more. Not production, but more talented. He's, he's probably playing with fucking punk dudes. Are just like, yeah, yes. I, I could play country. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah, and he's got a lady playing guitar. Yeah, so I saw those. Yeah. But th- and they're a really good band. But like, for him to reach his truest potential, I feel like that is the only point in his game that is lacking is the instrumentation. Because this song, this is the thing that tricked me. Is this song structurally is standard. There's nothing special about this song. No. It is a normal-ass <laughs> song. 
But when you listen to it, it does not sound that way because of his vocal abilities, because of the way he delivers his voice. Yeah, it's the emoting that he does purely in voice. Yes. Which is insane to be like, this song sucks, but hey, let me sing on it. (laughs) Yeah, because what you were talking about, like the gospel parts, like when he goes like... Full like, on church, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what we look forward to in songs. We look for that crescendo, and we look for the bridge. Like We all are waiting for the bridge or a catchy hook for the chorus. But with him, he just has that... Like He can catch your attention from the very beginning of a song with the way that he delivers his lines. It doesn't matter what he's saying either. Like yeah. lyrically, he just happens to be a good lyricist, also. Yeah, but like that's the one thing I wish the instrumentation was more front and center, which it's hard to like overpower his voice. It's but not. It's not going to happen. I don't know if it will. No, he would have I, to. He'd have to play with like a thirty-piece band and orchestra in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he'd have to have a full orchestra with him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so there's an there's an artist named Billy Strings that is. Oh uh, yeah fantastic yeah and he would be really interesting with this guy like billy string is known for playing fast but he is a beautiful like just slow like bluegrass guitarist Mm -hmm. and getting into like psychedelic music nowadays and i would love to hear something like that something more but i love the fact that his songs are so simple yeah, and so catchy and so poppy until you put his voice on it. Like I love yes. that it's like Danzig and the Misfits. Mm-hmm. Like those those Misfits songs are the easiest shit in the world, but as and they sound stupid yes. until you have fucking Danzig on top of it. You're like, I have all something to say. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. who is this guy? <laughs> yes, you know? yes. Where you've got like the Doors, where you got Jim Morrison who's playing with a band that's incredibly talented, who like. It's arguable. It's like Led Zeppelin, right? Like, it's arguable yeah. who's more talented, yeah. the, the vocals or the band, right? But it's like, you got to have a lot of talented people in that band to make that work properly. Yeah. 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 Uh, the fourth song had aspects of kind of what I'm I'm thinking. Like, the, yeah. the reverb, the, you know, the different effects on mm-hmm. the instruments, which... Uh, in practice might actually like break up the album more so add more variety to it. Yeah. Whereas what he's doing right now is kind of grounding it all in one central tone by not adding those other elements to it. But I, I, there's something about like, that was really the only thing that I gained from this whole thing was like, I really want to hear, I just, I want to hear him soar, you know, I want to see him at his fullest potential. I'm so curious. Yeah. It's so funny. So I'm going to, I'm going to play just the beginning of this song. RJ, I don't know if you've heard it, but like it should not be, it's just, just listen. Tell me something more. Yeah. And you're like, what? What is this? What is this? This could be an R&B song all of a sudden. Yeah. I'm love to you. And then it's like, mm. oh, that doesn't matter. Mm. That does that yeah. piano does not matter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that piano in the beginning could have gone into a pop song, an R&B song, a hip hop song, like a gospel hip hop song, yeah. a Christian rock song. Like it could be any song. And then suddenly he sings. I was like, oh no, it's a country song. <laughs> yeah. What song is that? That's Let Me Drown. That's my favorite. That's my favorite song of his. 
Uh, and it's just, that's just an awesome song that's like musically, there's like next to nothing happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a thing. He's just this trickster. He's just, he's just, he figured out what to do, which is incredibly hard. It's so yeah. hard to figure that out. And the fact that he only has two albums now, I don't know. I really don't know what he does next. I'm really excited to see what he does next, but I'm probably going to get let down because I love this album Bronco so much. But mm-hmm. I'm, I, I hope he does more stuff, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll see. Yeah. That's my exact thoughts on it is if the gimmick is just to get into the industry, yeah, then we're we're all going to be let down. But there's so much potential to be something great, yeah. And and that's that's why I'm weary of this whole thing, you yeah. know. <laughs> like from the beginning, I'm like the mask. I don't know about the golden cowboy. I don't know about that. Did you see the stallion? Yeah, yeah. It was a beautiful, muscly, ripped stallion. Get that fat hog on it. Fat old hog. Yeah. Can you imagine if that's in the background? Just yeah. Giant <laughs> just horse dick. Over his shoulder. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But I was just, I was weird. I'm weary of the whole thing, and I yeah. really hope that he takes it somewhere good. <laughs> but I, I, like, and I wanted, and I was listening to some of the songs on Bronco, and I was like, He's going more in a pop direction because I like the older stuff better. Yeah. And then I listened to the older stuff. I was like, damn, some of these are more poppy than the stuff on Bronco. <laughs> yeah. And it's really confusing me as to what he's going to do. So no idea. <laughs> no idea. And yeah, and if you, I think if you listen to the EP, the Show Pony EP, that would be your favorite songs of his. Yes. And it they were. Yeah. And then I started listening to Bronco and I was like, well, this is all going to be pop stuff. Yeah. And then... <laughs> There were some hits on there yeah. that belong with that. And his vocal tone changed from Show Pony. Oh, uh, till, or from uh from Pony to Show Pony. Yeah. Like first album, drastically different. He figured out that thing to grab your attention because the first song on Pony doesn't pull you in. It sounds Not more like a standard country song, but but when he when he gets his voice deep, like it yeah. get it gets your attention. Yeah, that's my partner. My wife, she was just like, is he just talking? I'm like, yeah, he's just yeah. talking. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's all I need from this guy. Yeah. <laughs> just talk to me. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Tell me a story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. So for what are you going to say, RJ? Do you, did you see any music videos by him? Uh, of course, bro. Of course, course, Devin, did you? I did not. I didn't want to ruin anything yet. I'm okay. still weary of it. Oh, I haven't looked up any of the ones, but I, just, you know, you just type them in. So I was like, oh, let's see who this person is on Google. And then I saw the uh, the Curse of the Blackened Eye. Oh, mm-hmm. Such a good song. And I saw it, and I was just like, is that Norman Reedus? Yeah. So I clicked on it, and I was like, Norman Reedus, first off, is doing blackface. Second what? of all, <laughs> he's not. Doing I'm blackface. in. Don't don't listen to him. Damn it. Just trying to lure me <laughs> but in. But there's a reason for why in the music video. And I was like, I like the song. I like his ooh. Oh, it's he, so he, goddamn good. He does it better than I do. Uh, but <laughs> it, it was uh, a fantastic song. And that made me, I mean, mind you, I skimmed through the albums. Um, but I was like, all right, that one's cool. That one's okay. That one's cool. But, you know, the majority of the ones that I've heard on Bronco, I didn't listen to his other ones. I did. I enjoyed for what I like. You know, you know, the minute or two that I was like, "All right, I do want to check this out more." 
that's the tip top of the mountain. RJ, do, or I mean, Devin, do you know what he's talking about? Uh, in the Black and Eye song? Oh, the song's. Uh, the, 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 I hear Elvis again. I know the song. Song. I just, I just come mm. everywhere when I hear yeah. this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So for Devin, I guess that's two would be your favorite. One would be your least favorite. How'd I do? Um, very poorly. Good. My oh, favorite so happy. was so happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My favorite was five. Least favorite was three. Hell yeah! That's awesome. Yep. Fuck yeah, Calhari. Yep. That's a great ass song. Great song. It's fucking stupid. It's so yep. good. <laughs> yep. Yep. Woo! So happy. I, I like it when I'm wrong on these things. When, yeah. when it comes to this stuff, yeah, it's yeah. like I want to be surprised. I'd be like, you guys. I like to hear RJ being like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, one was uh, close to being one of my favorites. Yeah, I figured. Um, and then four was originally my least favorite, but it it went to three. Yeah, yeah, and it's still like a great song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't like pick that one to play for anybody. No, just because you I don't hear truckers. Just yeah, unless <laughs> I know a trucker, I guess a gay trucker. Which I know actually, I know one. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I might play that for him if I see him at Starbucks. And then RJ, I guess that your four is going to be your favorite. One would be your least favorite. Glad to be wrong here, buddy. Yes, uh, so for, uh, you know, it was all right. It was all right. I'm going to say my favorites were either two or five. Um, <laughs> he still doesn't know. <laughs> okay. I'm going to pick two because I think Hell two. Yeah. I mean, I listened to all of them. I think two, I just wanted to turn up louder and just zone out to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense because it was so creamy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I get um, it. And then I say three was probably my least favorite of all of them. Hell yeah. Oh, didn't hate it. It was just, you know, I, I'd rather listen to two very loud. One was fantastic. Two was great. Uh, five was great as well. Are just homophobic. <laughs> I just don't like the, you know, driving. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that's it. It's just yeah. the driving thing Vehicle I'm not a huge phobic. fan of. Yeah. Well, overall, what's your guys' consensus on Orville Peck? Are you guys going to die further? Mm. Yep. I'm going to listen to all of the albums front to back. T to B, yep, top to bottom. I I feel like he does. He's one of the few people that puts out music as a full album these days. Yeah, that's true. And those are few and far between. So I will give him my attention just for that fact. So yeah, I'm I'm curious, and I and I like him. I'm not I'm not holding out any hopes for the future. Because yeah. I feel like he's gonna let us down, <laughs> based yeah. on nothing. Yeah, it's good. but it's... history of people like this letting us down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I totally yeah. agree. Yeah, RJ. Uh, like I said, I skimmed through his uh, the Bronco album, and from what I just heard, like I, I listened to one song, and I like, go to the next one, like listen to like thirty seconds. Um, I, I I want to actually listen to the whole album. I, you know, I, I I wipe side to side, so I'm gonna do. Side to side, listening to it. Okay, to front to back. <laughs> you're, not doing, you're not doing <laughs> top to bottom. No, no. Sometimes I go weird ways. Well, you don't. Do, 
You don't do top to bottom? No, I don't wipe. I got a bidet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let that shit figure it out down there. Okay. Um, get it? Uh, no, anyway. Um, yeah, but I, I do want to listen uh, more into just, just seeing the capability and the vocal range and everything else that he could do and put it together and how he puts it together and how actually an album sounds, mm-hmm. yeah, which I'm very intrigued about. Yeah, I think RJ, I think if I think you would like Bronco the most out of the albums. I think Pony Pony has some good songs on it, but again it has it's really all over the place musically. I'm more Bronco is more Bronco. consistent, yeah. It's way more consistent as an album, even though it's music even though it's doing weird country stuff in it, it's just it doesn't have quite as much as the Lynchian stuff in it, I guess. Mm. The Lynchian vibe and Bronco. Yeah, and he has like I think it's the last song on the album. He has a a female singer on the song, and I don't think there's like any. I think it's the very first song that she sang on that's like out there. Oh, her name's Bria something. Like you so can't I even look her up. Think <laughs> I've seen who you're. Well, maybe who you're talking about. So I was looking up videos again, and I just typed in um you know him on on YouTube, and what are those things that you always watch for the live performances, Devin? Uh, a V Club or Triple J? Yeah, it was something like that, and they came up. And they're like, "Now in the studio is Orville Peck. Thanks for joining us." It was like whatever, and there was a girl singer, and I'm like, "This doesn't sound oh, like the okay, original." EXP. And I was like, "This is not the original song because it has a girl backup singer." I was like, "Get her out of here. I just want to hear his voice." <laughs> but it That's like first. it changed it. I was like, "It's fine," but I was like, "I, I like his because I feel like it wasn't as good as the produced uh, version of it." But mm. it was different. Yeah, her, her name is on the last song. Her name is Bria Salmina. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I believe that she is the. This is like the first thing that she's done, hmm. which she sounds really good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's the only song on on Bronco that has a, a female singer, if I remember correctly. Hmm. It's the very last song. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, what do you guys what do you guys think about the mix as a whole? How do you guys feel towards it? Um, rate I, me, uh, rate me, my friend. Um, I will say I watched the Batman. By the way, oh hell yeah. Um, that how, how many times did it take you? Three times. Three times. <laughs> um, it's too dark. It's <laughs> scary, sweepy. I heard Nirvana and I was out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. That Nirvana song. It, I, I'm torn on Nirvana on yeah, that like, song. Do I like Nirvana. Now? They played it twice. Yeah, and I was like, the second time I liked it more. <laughs> but uh, side note, great movie. Yeah. Um, but for this mix, uh, I enjoyed it, and I enjoyed listening to it, and I always like uh, finding new music that I like. Even though it confused me a lot and I had lots of mixed emotions. <laughs> That's great. Which there's going to be a points deduction just for, you know, messing with my emotions so much. It's a 4.5 out of 5. It shouldn't be. That's where that's that's what you want. No, it is. Yeah. yeah it is. Yeah. And if he comes out with the next album <laughs> that is amazing. He just released proves me wrong. Give him a couple years. He's touring Bronco. We got a couple years, and if so, my score goes up to a six out of five, <laughs> which is unheard of. It's not even legal. RJ, uh, 
I was intrigued by this. Uh, like, you know, I, I know it's kind of like the Kanye one where it's like, hey, you need to show the whole discography. You need to show the whole range of who this artist is, what they can do. First um, off, I do want to say that Mike does not give a fuck about what you think on this one. I want to remind you of that yeah, of last yeah. week. Yeah. Okay, just so you don't forget. All right. So, like, literally what I'm going to do is, like, so I give you the score. Yeah. yeah. yeah what do you think don't of that? give a fuck. <laughs> it's just, I'll say it again. You want me to say, this, that, was it? that was it? Not for you. Don't give a fuck. <laughs> Uh, but I, I was, I was, you know, I like this album. It was, it was a good one. I, I would listen to this again, and I do want to look into the other albums. So I gave you four point six five on this. Oh, Ooh, yeah. I, was, I was very intrigued. Woo! And, We're on the range, boy. That's a hot little cowboy I, right there. I, I took my spurs out. I don't have cowboy boots, Ooh. but I have spurs. We're gonna go fuck some pigs, boy. Yeah, we are. <laughs> I'm a Puerto Rican big boy, uh, and it's open season. I wear Vans with my spurs. It looks weird, but that's oh. what I do. Gross. I wear them backwards, too, so I can kick people. Do you have a belt buckle on your dickies? Uh, I don't wear no belt. They, they hang down low. Shit. That's awesome. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, I do, because I'm intrigued. I, I want to listen to more of it, because uh, you know it's one of those where it's just like, I think if there are more like songs three and four, there are. Like, all right, the albums yeah. okay, but the, they were not the ones that had grabbed my attention. I'm, I want the, I want the ones that sound like Blink One Eight Two. Yeah, I yeah, that was that song that. No, no, I'm kidding. Played. Yeah, but <laughs> but what is it, the Curse of the Black and Eye? That that's a fantastic oh. one too. I was like, I want I want more of that. Yeah, yeah. Again, there's way better songs, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's start wrapping this up. Devin, what uh, what mistake do you have for us this week? <laughs> well, <laughs> let me just say, I was excited about this one oh, no. for a little while. <laughs> I've lost some enthusiasm over it. <laughs> but uh, I, li- I like... <laughs> The mix. I like this the music. This, this is this is how RJ starts telling his <laughs> Yeah, I know. You're just being alpha by him right now. <laughs> uh, I just I I like I like the music. Um, and I don't know. You're gonna be confused by the title, but I'll just <laughs> I'll just send this. Uh, it's called uh, "These Apples Have Bugs in Them." <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, again, with the, you, again with the fruit, huh? Dude, yeah, on the I was. <laughs> that's why I'm like a little, you know, like I was enthusiastic about it. Now I'm just like, whatever. I've been working on another one and it's not ready yet. So, and then I, I worked on this one. I was like, fuck yeah. I was like, yeah. No, why do I have I, to join your playlist when you send them? That's weird. Do you not okay. know how to send them? Okay, did I? Okay, I just made it public now. It used to give me an option when I shared it. It said make public. Don't join it. Don't add songs. I'm gonna to have it. to join. Join. Don't. It. Don't. Don't. don't, don't oh, you got James yeah. Taylor on here. Hell yeah! I know. Super That's awesome. Super crazy that you, you got mentioned Billy James Paxton Taylor songs. Oh yeah. <laughs> what is? Oh this? yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm gonna enjoy it. I know I, that. <laughs> I will say I enjoy the mix. Yeah. I enjoy the mix. Um and it was weird that you mentioned James Taylor this week. 
because yeah. this song has been fucking stuck in my head. Yeah, if these weren't remastered, then I'm out. So they're almost no, they're, remastered. Oh, no, yeah. no, some of them are remastered. So <laughs> I'll stay for that. Okay. Fine. Sorry. They just didn't have stereo back then, so it would be all mono. One of them has some cool left-right headphone shit. Yeah. Man, you could have Fire and Rain on there, though, bro. I don't know if I could have, based on the criteria of the title of this mix, because yeah. it is a coded message. <laughs> yes. Something just like Britney apples. Spears, I speak in code. <laughs> uh, all right, well, and I, I don't like it. You know, I don't know if... I, I don't know if RJ will figure it out. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I'm that not going to try. Good. Yeah. You might not have to. It might... It might present itself to you naturally. Oh, yeah. But RJ, I don't think it like will. He'll have to do does, some. You know? He'll have to do some research. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, just Adam and Eve, fruit from the, you know, the tree of knowledge. Gonna pick an apple? Nope. Put. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna pick a different apple. Did you ever hear a short people song? Yeah. Holy shit. Or the one that he... Short people. The one that he says the N-word in? Yeah, you sent that to us. That's pretty wild. Oh. <laughs> I think I like the short people. Better. Short people is great. Okay, I don't know the context. <laughs> I don't know the context of that song, but it sounds like... Just a songwriter, you know? <laughs> okay. But, like, that's, that's how you get away. Song. That's how you get away with saying the N-word. I'm just uh, a songwriter. I'm just, a so- I'm just telling a story. Yeah. It's just all N-words in all of your songs. I'm just telling stories, man. Look, Quentin does it. It's fine. Yeah. It's no big deal. Yeah. This is just my Django. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is Django really unshamed. Like that. Uh, this is my Django. Yeah, that's the name of my first album. <laughs> this is my Django. Oh, funny. Yeah. You know, it's a great John Denver song. Mm. Everyone. Oh yes. What's the name of that song? That's Annie's song. Oh. I'd be curious if RJ had liked like old Cat Stevens and old John Denver and stuff like that. I think he I think he'd like old James Taylor, but yeah. not this version of it. Mm. Which honestly I didn't know this version was the original version. Mm. I've only heard the acoustic version. Right. But I put this one on here for a reason. Um, all right. Well, you can find the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to listen to this Oracle Peck mix, which I suggest you should do, I know. Just uh, search five song mixtape, all one word. Um, I just want to remind you guys that I've had multiple banger mixes in a row. So it's <laughs> just just a nice little reminder. RJ has as well. Devin, you know, yeah, we're, you're working on it, buddy. Just a, a little <laughs> reminder. <laughs> I've had HPV and I'm now over it. So we all got cool things going on in our lives. You know? 